Now today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. A whistleblower at the Department of Housing and Urban Development claims retaliation over office renovations. Helen Foster, HUD's former chief administrative officer, claims she was demoted after telling higher-ups that office renovations for Secretary Ben Carson went above the $5,000 limit. HUD spent $31,000 on a dining set for Carson's office, but said that was a building expense and not part of the secretary's renovation budget. Contractors would like the Homeland Security Department to provide uniform personnel standards for all of the agency's components. Each one uses different measures to determine whether contractors are fit to work on a specific contract, and industry groups say those determinations take months and lack transparency. Two senators revisit an old problem at the Energy Department. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. They ask Secretary Rick Perry why the National Nuclear Security Administration reimbursed a contractor $24 million in legal expenses in a whistleblower retaliation case. They say that's generally prohibited. Democrats Claire McCaskill and Ron Wyden cite similar questions of energy going back five years. In the latest case, they tell Perry a source inside the agency claims it covered six cases incurred by the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. I'm Tom Temin. Veterans Affairs Secretary David Shulkin wants team players who are looking to pursue the VA agenda. Shulkin says he expects some high-level workers are thinking about whether or not they still want to be a part of the agency. His comments come amid reports of internal feuds among political appointees at the department. Shulkin says he and the White House are all on the same page about a path forward for the controversial Veterans Choice Program. The new federal chief information officer, Suzette Kent, begins her new role. The Office of Management and Budget says Kent will lead IT policy and related strategic planning across the federal government. She's also responsible for the transformational initiatives to modernize government services, a key role of the president's management agenda. President Donald Trump announced his plans to appoint Kent on January 26th. The Pentagon's first-ever full-scale audit is in full swing, even though it probably won't pass. Budget officials from DOD, the Navy, and the Army believe this year's audit will show areas they need to improve on. Tom Harker, Assistant Secretary of the Navy's Financial Management and Comptroller Office, says the branch could have a clean audit as early as next year. DOD is giving a sneak peek into what the Cybersecurity Scorecard 2.0 will look like. DOD Deputy Chief Information Officer for Cybersecurity Ed Brindley says the Pentagon wants to use automatic data collection to understand trends in its networks. Brindley says the technology is available, but DOD still needs to harness it for its needs. U.S. Cyber Command has been working in borrowed space since its inception. Its top commander says it's time for a dedicated headquarters. More from Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu. Admiral Mike Rogers says Cybercom staff is currently scattered across about 10 different office buildings owned or leased by the National Security Agency spread across a 50-mile radius of the nation's capital. He says the command expects to ask Congress for permission to build a consolidated headquarters facility of its own at Fort Meade, Maryland. He says the current arrangement is a major barrier to rapid decision-making. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A new bill in the Senate will give military spouses a fund to save for child care tax-free. The new bill also gives tax credits to companies who hire military spouses. Senators Tim Kaine, John Boozman, and John Tester teamed up to introduce the bill. Military spouse unemployment is up to 30%, according to some surveys. The Federal Jobs website gets an authentication makeover. The USAJobs.gov website is among the first citizen-facing sites to use the new login.gov identity management service. The General Services Administration, which runs Login.gov, and the Office of Personnel Management, which runs USAJobs.gov, implemented the new approach to identity management recently. One of the biggest changes for the jobs portal is the use of two-factor authentication. Now a job seeker can enter their username and password, and they'll get a one-time numerical code sent to their phone to complete the login. 
I'm Jason Miller. One agency is killing it on social media. TSA officials tell the House Homeland Security Committee the agency's outreach programs on online platforms have been especially successful. Its Instagram account has more than 840,000 followers and was nominated for two Webby Awards. Its Twitter account, meanwhile, has more than 207,000 followers and got 31 million impressions in 2017. The Ask TSA program has also answered more than 450,000 questions via Facebook and Twitter. Find these stories at Federal News Radio and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.